allow me today to draw you into a subject and an understanding of how vision defines language. I'll speak many statements that I'll prove by scripture. They may sound a bit contrary to what you know, but that's the knowledge that we have and attaining the word of God. Amen. So as we delve into the word of God today, I pray that it may minister answers to every question that you have in your spirits. That by the end of it all, your elevation cannot be held back. Your increase will not be held back. You're going to frame the world around you, define how you want to live, who you want to live with, and what you want to live on. Praise the Lord. A story is told of a parent who was taking his boy to school. It's a father. They sit in the car. They drive. But every time he's driving the boy to school, he speaks certain things that this quiet soul is speaking. So when the dad is driving the boy to school, you know, we meet a lot of things on the road. People who drive have cases, banang. They say all sorts of things. So as the drive, the dad is taking the boy to school, someone does something funny on the road. And then the father says, look at this dog. And the boy is quiet. Then they drive, they drive, they drive, they drive. Another person does something funny, wrong turn. These monkeys. Then they drive, they drive, they drive, they drive. Then, And then they drive. By the time they reach school, the father has spoken all the animals they are of to define what he was seeing. The innocent young man is like, probably I'm still young. I can't see what dad is seeing. But he has seen a dog, he has seen a monkey, he has seen a bata, he has seen pigs and everything on the road as we are going. Maybe at one time the boy thought maybe the dad is talking about how God is casting vision of ducks. But then he's there and he sees there is a monkey. So he's like, okay. So one day the dad got so busy. He has a lot of work to do. And the mother decides to drive the boy to school. So the mother begins on the journey. Like it is always, mistakes happen on the road. People do funny things. Oh, as they're going, someone makes a funny move on them. And then the boy says, this dog and then they drive they drive and then the mother dodges another car that was about to crash them and say so you know mothers are always curious so she got concerned (laughs) is my son open to the realm of the spirit and I can't see why is he seeing things that I don't see he has seen monkeys dogs pigs and I have not seen any so out of curiosity, he asked the son, what are the things you're seeing? And then the son says, we see them a lot of time with daddy. And the mother was like, 
But why did I bring you this story? Many a times the things we cast our vision to define the language we speak. You can never speak beyond what you see. There is a man or a person who thinks because they are staying in an environment where everybody is poor, you think the whole of Uganda is poor. And even at one time, you cast a certain vision of yourself being among the poor. That's why you're staying where you're staying. But today, allow me to give you an extra imprint of what you have to see. This young boy attained a certain language because of what he kept seeing and the father responding with the language. The boy knew that whoever makes a mistake on the road is either a monkey, a dog, a pig, and the surprising thing, all these animals were walking on two legs. The dad was casting imaginations of how people are reacting on the road and terming them by the formation of animals. And so I think this is how a dog should have done it. So this person is a dog. And what a time of wasting that you observe all animals and learn only the bad things about them. So sad that it comes to our Christian living that men have decided to receive visions that have shaped how they speak. Spiritual dimensions are defined by vision and language. There are places you cannot go to in the spirit unless you see there. And if you go there, you must learn the language spoken to live there. Praise the Lord. That is why it's very hard for a man who has attained a certain success in life to listen to another person who doesn't have the same measure of success they have. And sometimes we say it's pride. No, it's place of elevation. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So you cannot speak beyond what you see. There is a man who is praying and saying, God, I thank you that this month I've got rent. And there is a man who doesn't know how they pay rent. And all of them are living together. Do you think they'll speak the same language? So spiritual dimensions carry a certain form of vision and language that if you don't attain it, it will be so hard for you to live in such a dimension. And every man who ministers by the Spirit carries a defined vision and language by which they operate. It's okay if people don't understand you. Check out your place of elevation and measure where they are compared to you. If you're dreaming billions and a man is dreaming thousands, chances are that your language will not connect. Praise the Lord. And it happens in our Christian lives. There are men who pray a certain way because they have a defined language. For example, when you go to China and you tell a Chinese 
mpaka mmere your language cannot define the kind of vision they cast on you but check it out if you go to china with your black skin and you speak and greet them ni hao they be like ni hao their response is not always quick by virtue of seeing how you look they cast a vision that you don't know them and they don't know you but because you understand the language that hesitation in them causes them to cast a vision that i better not gossip here because we are in the same realm <laughs> hallelujah a story is told of a man you know women with lugambo not those ones here so they sit in the taxi and this indian man is seated and they're talking about these indians they came and took all the businesses they're in every shop then everywhere you go every, eh? oh, indians so as the indian quiet as he comes out Mama mamba ulide. Oh. Whoa. Whoa. They cast a certain vision on this man. And it defined a certain language they had to speak. Not knowing that their vision was actually corrupted. It was not right. How many things have you cast a vision to? and they gave you a certain way of speaking thereafter things are failing you are like ah i wish i knew there is a man who is hearing the sound of my voice and your next elevation is just for you to define how you speak i'll say it again you don't have even to pray you just have to learn how to speak when you speak the right language communication aligns things together to work for your good why because the bible says you were created in the image of god the likeness and image of god so therein you carry the dna of god which commands you to create so things you see around you are formed out of the things you don't see but carry dna of god because god cannot say you a sinner because when he says it he creates it that same power if you believe you're a child of god he gave to you but it's so unfortunate and ironic that christians don't attest to that power i'll give you another statement do you know believing god is doubt thank god the floor of this church is so concrete that there is no opportunity of casting a stone on me i am safe believing god is doubt let me prove it Do you know the many times you said you are believing God you are actually doubting but you didn't know Here is the scenario 
when you're believing God, what are you actually trying to say? That He is doing and we are waiting to see whether again that chikola. So aren't you doubting? That's why the Bible says, as we have believed, so have we spoken. That means when you're still believing, you've not yet believed. Hello? There's a place in the Bible where they said, we would have fainted if we had not believed to see the goodness of God. So believing to see the goodness of God means you're not seeing it. You are waiting to celebrate after seeing it. Yet the Bible calls you to go to the end of things and come back. For the God you serve is one who calls things which are not as though they are. So, Jesus is not a believer. Shukaraba. Asaroni ototwalawa. Do you understand what I'm saying? Let let it hit you harder now. There are parents here who are so anxious of how their children have performed in the PLE results. You are here and you're waiting for results. Do you know why you're waiting? To see how your child has performed. Aren't you doubting? If I see any parent celebrating after seeing the results of their children, I know they doubted. Yet when the children were going to sit for exams, the parents were here and the pastors were praying and then the parents were shouting, Our children are heads and heads only, above and above only. Now they are here so anxious. The reason why you celebrate, eh, it's going to hit you hard. You should have celebrated when they are sitting. Here statements they're going to say, oh my God, do you know how Trisha performed? Oh my God. I can't believe it. What? What? You can't believe it. And then after you say, I can't believe it. You say, for sure God is good. Ah! You can't believe it and God is good. Children of God, Correlate the two. I can't believe it. God is good. Even after they prayed for the children. Yeah? When they were going to sit. When they were going to sit. You again prayed for them. And said, God. I thank you as they are sitting. May everything work out right. What did the pastor pray for in the first place? And I know the scriptures you love. Because you're 
Give God no rest till he establish, until he make Jerusalem a praise in the earth. Now let me allow you to understand. You are the Jerusalem of God, a city set upon the hill, and he has already made you a praise. See how he turned my life around, and me a planning star, his glory to reveal. Then you melt affections. I will wash. When people are melting affection, like, this God is so good. Don't look anywhere else. If you want to see his goodness, just look at me. Nah. He took me from the mire clay, set my feet upon the rock. I'm standing in his right name. Mm, 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 mm. He took away my sin and shame. <laughs> Give me a brand new name. His beloved and redeemed. Then you won't no gamba. I can't believe. What have you said? You can't believe. Oh my God. God calls us to a place where our faith is not justified by what we have believed him for. But our faith is justified because it carries the nature by which we are supposed to live. Don't you know the Bible says the just shall live by faith. That faith they're talking about is not the faith of believing God for a job. It is a faith of the nature that you attained when you accepted the Lord Jesus Christ. Everything you received, you are justified by the faith in the Son of God. That's why he says, but if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. Draw back in what? In that very nature which gives you existence. An opportunity opens up for a job interview. And then you come and like, mm, mm, mm. you know, you put on that voice which gives you a satisfaction that what you're saying is true. Oh God, this is my time to shine. You are dark. This is my time to shine. It sounds a holy statement, but it's a man full of doubt because he has never, and he sings every day, he has made me a what? For his glory to be what? And now you are shining, you're going to shine now. 
fallen vision has defined your language that even if you sing about it and you carry no vision for it, it doesn't work. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. How do you speak? Stop aligning yourself to things that cause conformity to you. He says, do not conform yourself to the standards of this world. At least he says, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. That you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. He knows there are situations that cause you to a little bit lean over. At least don't error in speech. See too much and speak from a sanctified position because that's where your language is defined. You don't speak less. If it is still less, zip up. When it increases, speak. For in many things we offend. But if a man offend not in word, the same is the perfect man. Give me the grace version, which is the message. Look, and none of us, come on church, help me read. Uh-huh. Mm. Mm-hmm. Don't err in speech. How do you err in speech? Because you cast a wrong vision. When you cast a wrong vision, you carry a different language. There are these things on social media, you know? You know, Dr. Kassene in a post things and he says, you know, taking too much miriki, it will make you like a baby. You think like a baby. Think like what? You stop them from taking Mirik. That Mirik raised us. Mirik paid for our school fees. Mirik has nurtured us. We cannot leave it. It has never killed anyone. Why? They have a different vision. For you, the doctor, you are casting a vision of sickness. For them, they are seeing life because none of them has died of taking too much milk. Check out a Muganda man. Oh! All other foods are not foods apart from matoke. And not minue. Erinige eribobeze. For your information, not in Kavera. Mondagala. No sako akawuwo. He comes to a restaurant and says, Ah, Mwina Merechi, then you begin. Lumonde, Kawonga, Umchere. He looks at you like you. He casts a certain vision on you and he's like, You get a mere. So you're like, Now, what are all these things I've just told you? That one has no definition. When you say a talk, uh huh. Yeah. And when you bring it, he looks at you like, 
Emere mujinyiga mutya. Because they have a certain vision of how a toke eribobe they has to look like. And then for you you got this molao no. No. Then after you could go tie you deceive yourself and you put in indagala. Aya, it's different. A Muganda man will know. That's even how they measure. Because you fail to cook talk. Why? Because they cast a certain vision of how foods are supposed to be. So even in our spiritual lives, the dimensions in the spirit where the language that makes you live there is defined by what you see. Praise the Lord. So I want you by the action of the spirit of God today that you choose to see different and you have a defined language. It's okay to speak different so long as your vision is right. Praise the Lord. The Bible says in the book of Jeremiah chapter 1 verses 11. Moreover the word of the Lord came unto me saying Jeremiah what do you see? There is a man with an indifferent spirit thinking God is asking Jeremiah what do you see because God does not see what Jeremiah is seeing forgetting in the first place it is God who has cast that vision on Jeremiah and he wants to get his perception do you see what i see as for what i have given you when the bible says i have given you all things pertaining to life and godliness what kind of vision do you cast to that message of god Look at how a man says, "Yeah, but he doesn't come." But see what God tells Jeremiah. Give me the message. God's message came to me. What do you see, Jeremiah? I said, "A walking stick." That's all. And what did God say? What did God say? Tell you neighbor God desires good eyes. And then he says, I am sticking with you because you've seen right. I'll make every word I give you come true. Because they are in Jeremiah seeing something. God affirmed the sanctification of sight and created the ability to perform because of what he has seen. How many things have you cast vision on? and they define your state of dwelling there is a man who is saying i am working so hard to make it in life hmm is working hard bad but a christian works hard differently he does not work hard with a mind of receiving he works hard with a mind that i've received look at this child of god What would you say when you receive that thing you're saying you're believing God for? Go at the end of what you will do when you have received it. That's what you start with. If you've believed God for a car, 
stop saying, I am believing God for a car. Say, God, I thank you for my car. And define it. I thank you for my job. I talked about a man who went for an interview. You know, there are companies where you go for an interview and then you have to register your names after submitting your application. Now this man comes. Oh my God. Mm, 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 mm. There's those things that you do, exclamation that you do, that give you an illusion that you have the faith. Like, you close your eyes so tight. And then after closing, so you're like, oh, oh my God. It's like I saw it. Mm, I've seen myself in that office. Then you go with the application. Father, I thank you. I'm in that office. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Then you reach submission of the application later. Then as you're writing like this, the registration form casts a vision on you. You see something, you know, they are sure someone's name, they are better than you. And then you're like, eh. No, no, Now, listen to that voice and then who do you think is writing now? A disqualified man. But he's like, Olaba known as Zay. Mokama. Mokama, And then when he's moving out, God, I've done my part. <laughs> that statement sounds so righteous. And then you've got some connotations that you want to use. You know, you do your best and leave the rest to God. You've placed yourself among the rest. And then when you don't get it, you're like, you know, that was a lower level. There's some things God doesn't give you and he wants to promote you. Oh God, I thank you for that promotion. Then you're like, but in your mind, you are so doubtful because of the other guy's name. The language changed. But the Bible says, we are not of them that draw back to perdition, but they that believe to the saving of the soul. He didn't even say that are believing to the saving of the soul. He says that believe. Hear this. When you pray for something and before you see it, you pray for it again. In the first place, you didn't believe. Mokama. There are some eyes you see that they are stoning you just from this way. I see some eyes and they're like, read. But when you pray, use not vain as the heathen do, for they think that they shall be heard for their so much. Give it to me in the message. I love this. It makes life easy. Mm -hmm. The world is, uh, who do what? Mm-hmm. 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 By the time you apply formulas, you have a certain language. By the time you bring in techniques, 
Maybe I've not received it because I've not sowed a seed. Then you get in your pocket. God, seed for my next breakthrough. What have you just said? You're still in chains. You need to break through. Oh. What a corrupt vision. So maybe someone is saying, Pastor, what do we do? Don't speak things from a place of doubt. If you've not attained enough power to believe it, search more in the scriptures. Because there's nothing you're looking for that God has not given you. I'll say it again. It sounds ironical. There's nothing you're looking for that God has not given you. When Adam got tired of standing, he realized that in the tree there was a chair. God had already made it and kept it in the tree. But you had to cast a vision to see that there is a chair. When they saw the chair, they sat and enjoyed the glory of sitting. And they were tired and they wanted to sleep. In the same tree there was a bed. Ask your neighbor, what do you see? What do you cast your vision to? They began to have a saying, and then some of you Christians borrow those things. And then, you know, the uncle is a trickster. The wrong things. No, why? Because that's the vision you've cast. The Bible says when the serpent came to Eve, God had cast a vision on Eve and Adam, which had promises. But the Bible says now the serpent was more subtle. The serpent realized that I can check how these guys are holding their vision to define how to speak with them. So he says, Then the beasts of the field which the Lord God made, and he said unto the woman, Did God say you shall not eat of every tree of the garden? What is the devil trying to do? He's checking out whether the vision that God cast on Eve and Adam still holds the substance for performance by language. Look at the question. We go back to when God was instructing. What did God say? God said, Of every tree of the garden thou might eat freely, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil thou shalt not eat of it. For in the day thou eat thereof, thou shall you surely die. Push me to the place where the devil is speaking. Verse 2. And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, continue, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden. God has said, You shall not eat of it, neither shall you touch it, lest you die. For, look at the serpent, checking out the vision. And the serpent said unto the woman, You shall not truly die. What did Eve say? If we eat, we shall die. And the serpent is like, Yeshua. Uh-huh, continue. Doth know that in the day you eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, and you shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. 
he has cast another vision. Check what happens in 6. And when the woman did what? When the woman did what? When the woman received the vision. Look at how the language is changing. Look at what is in the vision that she saw. That the tree was good for food. And that it was pleasant to the eyes. Tell you never vision. Now they have cast a vision. And the tree to be desired. Because now she's receiving. You listen to the language. To be desired. Make one wise. She took of the fruit thereof and did eat. The first vision was, even when you touch. Now she touches and she doesn't die. She's like, hmm. Mm, the devil is wise. She didn't even stop at touching. She even ate. And gave also unto her husband with her. And he did eat. May God forgive all the women. Because the way your husbands believe in you. You have so much power. Oh my God. Even Adam was corrupted by Eve's vision. He didn't even ask. Eve came chewing and Adam had never seen her chew. I think when he saw the twisting of the lips, he was like, oh my God, I didn't know my wife has such beautiful lips. Oh my God, give me. Kumbi, you always had good teeth. Let me also show you. What? What happened next? And the eyes of them both were opened. Now, they received another dimension of vision. Now, hear the language. And they knew that they were, they were empty. And they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves aprons. When you receive another vision from what God has given you, you're going to labor in your efforts to make it in life. The devil knows how to twist vision to define how you're supposed to speak. In the transaction of Eve to the husband, the language had changed. What do you think Eve was speaking to Adam? He first came with that posture. She might have done a catwalk. Adam. Nchiride. And I'm around. And then Adam is like, Evans, I believe in you. How can I not join you? Bring, let's share this love. Another vision came through. And they began to toil. There are places in your life where you're struggling and toiling too much because you received a different vision from what God has given you. I pray the Lord elevates you and takes you to another place where your vision defines a language that promotes you and increases you, not a language that demotes you. Praise the Lord, child of God. Ask your neighbor, what do you see? Things happened in COVID and we're like, oh my God, 
the vision that God gives you requires divine separations. If Adam had separated himself the right way, he would have received another message that will have protected him from the acts of the fallen one who he loved so much. Praise the Lord. When David comes to the camp of the Philistines, the Bible says for many days, Goliath had come troubling the armies of Israel. The Bible says every morning this guy could come. 40 days. But because David had a different vision, the Bible says when David came to bring food to his brethren, let's read 22. 23, move. And as he talked with them, behold, there came up the champion. An opportunity presented itself for a man who was seeing different. Look at how they're calling him. And there came a what? He was a champion in his native land of Philistine. To Israel, he had not yet become a champion. But because they cast a vision of the stories that they were told, this man was too tall, he had fought many battles and then what? Hear their language. And there came up the champion. The Philistine of Gath, Goliath by name, out of armies of the Philistine, and then spoke according to the same words. And David heard them. That means every day Goliath would cast a vision onto the armies and the armies received the language that he's a champion. There are things you've empowered in their weaknesses and they've become so powerful that you see them as stumbling blocks. Why? Because you've empowered them. I enjoy laughing at the devil because I have an assurance that however busy he is, nothing fashioned against me shall prosper. Look at what David does. The Bible says, and David had him. He had him casting the vision. Tell your neighbor, Tomalaga, will you disable the Some statements carry vision because that's the language. And all the men of Israel, when they saw him, you see, they fled. They had received a certain nature in them that when they see Goliath, the next option is what? Run for dear life. You've had people say, "When no jira wego minkiri disa ogwe, Bible gama tuwele na magezi duka." But the man who's telling you that, or the woman, she's so kind that she doesn't understand what she's speaking. She's speaking from a certain place of vision. So he says, "And was so afraid." 25, let's go together. And the men of Israel said, have you seen this man that has come up? Hear the language. Surely to defy Israel, he come up. Listen to how they speak. They have even created a certain possibility in him that every time he comes up, he comes to do what? To defy Israel. So when they see him, they have already received of being in the defamatory way. So he's given power to speak the way he wants to speak because even he sees it from their eyes. 
that these guys are so fearful. And he speaks the way he wants. And it shall be that a man who killeth him, the king will enrich him with great riches, hear the language, and will give him his daughter and make his father's house free in Israel. When you hear someone speaking like that, don't you hear they're speaking like they're speaking right? But they kept speaking their promises and they could not receive them because they could not have the vision of how to receive them. How many scriptures do you profess and confess minus attaining a structured vision of what is really in that scripture? Does it make it weak? No, it doesn't make it weak. It's because you lack the vision of its performance. The Bible says that the word of God is powerful. It's dynamite in nature. But you cannot see the performance of that word unless you cast a vision that allows you to receive the images of how it's performed. Therein you receive rest. But right now, it will be just a normal profession. Look at how language is defined. Language is the principal method of human communication. Listen, consisting of words used in structured form. Visual. Structured form. That's why the Bible says, now faith is a substance of things hoped for. It's a substance. You must hold a structured form about faith. That's what defines language. It's a substance when you keep quiet in your mind and say, God, I thank you that you are able to do exceedingly abundantly. Do you see him framing up something? Because the Bible says, for we know that the worlds were framed by the word of God. Does the word of God frame things for you that you may be able to see and attain a certain language that keeps you in a certain realm of the spirit? This is language. And he says, and conventional way. When they talk about being conventional, is what you've believed. Language causes belief. who can come Nagamba? At first instance, you look at the guy in Nagamba. By the way, guy in There you've received a vision. And you know what you do? Like, even the kagai may be small, then your mind tells you, You say you're creating and you're forming your language. Because then you can you tell your friend, Do you know the other guy said Jakunkuba? Then he looks at the guy. Then he casts a vision in the kagai. It's so katayne, so what? But kind of language. And when they speak, they push a certain vision that gives you a formation of creating power in the kagai who doesn't even have the power. Then this sister of yours also convinces you. Hmm. Just get away from that guy. It's not the guy who has created all those stories, but because you've received a certain vision, you begin to create a language 
that keeps you away. And then they say that it's either conveyed by speech, writing, or gesture. It's a way of life. Have you ever seen or been with someone walking? Then you look at a guy and then you're like, I think that guy is mad. What has made you think that the guy is mad? You have a vision in you of how mad people are. Maybe the guy has just been carrying heavy sacks down in Jiseng and he's all ramshackled. And then when you see him coming close to you, like, someone says, Watch him every day. What? That's the vision you cast. Until when you find the guy in the restaurant seated so well enjoying a drink, you're like, Do you know why you're doing like this? Now you're casting another vision. Is this the guy I saw? Or this is different? And then when you see him, he eats so well, he gets his money from his dirty overall and pays. And you're like, hey, you'll be shocked on Sunday and you're seated with him in service in a very nice suit. And then you're like, what's that because it gave you a language things respond to you by how you speak to them praise the Lord praise the Lord are you getting it so we go back to David and when David saw this guy all the promises were still the same. They say the same promises unto him. But look, the promises of God are here and a man. But you must carry a vision that allows you to dwell in the realm of the year and a man. Not to dwell in the realm of those who are struggling, push, push until it happens, pray until it happens. No. So, David casts another vision. Hmm. David says, for who is this uncircumcised Philistine? Look at the language of David that even after they were telling him, this guy has been coming here, the champion of Gathi, the Wati, he's been coming 40 days, defying the armies. David was not listening to that language. It was so foreign to him. When the guy comes and speaks, David is like, he has not heard anything. Why? Because it does not make sense to his vision. The things people will speak and they don't make sense to your vision. Don't compromise. The account is not able to sustain you to start a multi-billion company. And then you say, guys, I see a multi-billion company. Then that sister Nanchinga goes to sister Che Cholaba for the rest of the name. And he's like, now he's going to start a multi-billion company. Then they even high five. <laughs> ah. People can dream. And then you, you can sleep. 
There even people who, who sleep and don't even dream anything. And then they laugh it off. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> those <were> things, <laughs> they carry a lot of things. So David says, who is this uncircumcised Philistine? David cast his own vision of understanding things without compromising that he should defy the armies of the living God. Child of God, I want you to see the guys were seeing he's defiling Israel. David is saying they are defiling the armies of God. Those are two men in the same place seeing different. He's seeing the army of God. This one sees the army of Israel. Because David knew that by covenant, God fights for Israel. And you are not just an army of Israelites. You are an army of God. Sometimes God wants you to first see. Not that he wants to intervene after you see. Because when you see there in your seeing is him. That's what happened to the Hebrew boys. They said, there's one thing we have seen and we know. We have seen God. When they cast us into the flames of fire, they say, even if he does not save us, we will not bow. Can you imagine such faith? Even if he does not, we have proof that we have seen him, he's able to save. And David says he's not defying Israel. He's defying the armies of God. And that is not possible according to the kind of vision I have received from God. He must have seen different. I wonder how David saw that this guy is uncircumcised. But God was trying to show us here that when I give you a vision, I take you to places where men cannot see. And I cause you to see that even the dryness of the bones in the valley, I see an army. Can these bones live? And the man is seeing bones, but this other man is seeing an And when we saw the army, the Bible says the bones connected together. And behold, an army came through. The things that look so dead, but God is like, child of God, I need good eyes. I need good eyes. I need good eyes. Your business is not dead. It's because your eyes are telling you it's dead, but I know it's not dead. If it's dead, I am the resurrection and life. See me. See beyond what the carnal eyes define. Therein is God. Therein is God from what the carnal eyes define. They're just giving you a perspective. Abraham received the instruction, but Abraham saw the promise. He said, as far as you can see, but the moment you receive the right vision, his name changes to Abraham. God can change your name by virtue of how you have that vision and define a language that elevates you into a place where you speak strange to men who see no more. And it's okay. Waking up one morning on that apartment and you say, I am owning an apartment, yet you are paying rent for it. 
neither shall thy name anymore be called Abraham because you've seen right you got good eyes but thy name shall be called Abraham for a father of many nations the Bible says Abraham believed God against hope who against hope believed in hope that he may become the father of nation according to that which was spoken see when he believed a vision was cast and he received a language the problem is not like you're not praying you pray but you don't see the Bible says they just shall live by faith. That is not the faith of believing God for a car. That's the faith of the nature. That if you are justified before God, your only nature works in the realm of having faith. That's why you don't live in the place of believing for a car. By faith you have it. It looks foolish because the gospel is foolishness to the wise. But unto us it's the power of God and to salvation, not only saving souls, but unto being saved from every nature of incumbrance. When David saw that he was uncircumcised, he's like, I got him. He had a language empowered by vision. Saul in his carnal nature comes and says, hmm, you're going to fight him. Okay. You know, when we are in battle, we put on certain armor that protects us. And I don't want you to be hurt. So let me give you my own armor. And Saul equipped David. One, with a kind of vision he was seeing in the battle. Some visions are robes that when they encamp on you, you see certain things differently. So gives him his sword, gives him his robe, gives him his shield. There are many people who are advising you the wrong way. And therein you think you are receiving the right vision. But when David put them on, and he was like, hmm, this is wrong vision. Then he walks, hmm, I cannot even connect to this language. He said, Baragadaba language and vision. And then he put on what he had understood about God. Because Saul did not know that the Philistine is uncircumcised. David knew that's another kind of robe. Oh, child of God. I pray God gives you the robe that performs according to you, not according to your neighbor. If they took 20 years to make a business, God wants to rob you different because of the knowledge you have. You take two months. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Small is relative. Tell your neighbor, small is relative. And David put them off. He cast away the vision of Saul. He cast away the language of Saul. And he remembered that I have my language. May the Lord give you your language. That you speak different in your business. When others are seeing failure, you see success. Some things you just need to become a little bit stubborn. 
And he said, no. He kept it off. You always hide in those scriptures that give you comfort in your discomfort. You know, the Bible says, despise not days of small beginnings. Hey, 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 my dear sister, small is relative. Let me tell you a story. I attended a birthday party. And the party cost 80 million shillings. A birthday. <laughs> and this guy was telling us, <laughs> it's a small party. Just come. My daughter, she's just made sweet 16. So come. <laughs> they were like, yeah. Mama, and I suddenly, and the budget was 80 million. And there was no fundraising. And we came. Listen to the story. We came. We enjoyed the pate. Well, they are different men. And ooh, ha, ha. Uh, you know when I was still in those things of media, eh? in radio. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. You see, guys. They all came. The socialities of Kampala. Yeah. And that also I came. <laughs> Productions manager, Radio 1 FM 90, sir. I also came and sat. The party was, and when we are leaving, they gave each one of us an envelope. Wait, let me hope you're not clapping, thinking they were giving us to contribute. Ah, uh -uh, they gave us an envelope. Yeah, and it was not empty. So I went to the car and checked my envelope. Mama, 500,000 transports. So now I was like, now me, now how about this one who I'm seeing higher than me? Did they receive like two million, five? Or did they give us according to cars? You know that people who judge people by the cars they drive. You better go to win for a deal on a border border. You see how much transport they will give you. For those who win deals. When you're going to sign a big thing, at least get your friend's car which is bigger. And then you come. When they're giving transport, they first look in the parking. You know these days things are so tricky. The manager sees you when you're coming, when he's in his office. There are cameras and say, what has come on a border? They monitor your shutter like border. As if you know they're, they're registering you the right way. They want to give you the amount that befits you. And then they send another one coming in another kind of Who's that guy? So me, if I received 500,000, I know people, you love to laugh. I won't tell you the car I was driving. And then the guy was telling us, it was a small party. And here there is someone, when you give them 80 million, oh my God. Even as I was speaking, someone was beginning to divide. Now, if I had received that 80 million, for you, it's the capital for your business. And someone is just calling us, <laughs> come, even on the 80 million, because we're even over 100 people. And we're giving transfer, and I was like, what? What? 
when the spirit of the Lord was teaching me this, I'm like, these guys must have cast a certain vision on me to give me 500. I must have received bigger. Praise the Lord. Turn to your neighbor and tell them, I pray. You're not defined by your looks, but you're defined by your vision. And that's how God wants to do it. Praise the Lord. Isn't God so wonderful? That's how He wants to do it for you. Small is relative. What is big to you is small to someone because they see different. And when David attacked Goliath, the story was changed. May the Lord change your story. May the Lord change the way you fight. May the Lord open up your vision that you may see he that is for you than what is against you. I pray that the Lord may cause transformation to someone listening to my voice, there are things that have been speaking different to you. May the Lord amplify your vision. May the Lord expand the sound of your voice that your language will be defined and your language will carry a mantle of authority that things respond to you, that things see you different, that things see you different. May your dimensions of the Spirit be defined by the language you speak. He says, I've made you kings and priests. Kings don't speak anyhow. When kings speak, they decree. May your tongue be amplified for decrees and not beggarly talks. May your spirit be illuminated by the grace of God that you see different. That even when you look at things that mean men define, you see a solution of positivity. That the things that come around you only connect with you by virtue of the language you speak. Father, we thank you for today that our elevations in the spirit are defined this day. Our language is defined this day. We can no longer speak as mortal men for we carry the immortality of God. Father, I pray that somebody be taken away from that place. The eyes that look upon them will see them greater. That even themselves will not see like those men who are sent to spy on the land and their vision define their language. They said when you looked at those men in that land, we were as grasshoppers in their sight. That vision had defined a language of defeat. But Joshua and Caleb saw differently. May the same tenacity above that which was on Caleb and Joshua, but this is power amplified by the very nature of Christ rest upon them. Father, I thank you that as we choose to see different, things respond differently. For kings shall come to your rising, not mean men. May kings in spheres of expertise that you design your company come to you. 
May professional people come to you in that company you want to start. For kings coming to your rising is so small to you. That's the elevation that God gives you. May the Lord disconnect you to everything that does not matter and connect you to things that matter. Let this year of extraordinary resurrections resurrect sights that are beyond what the eye can define. May you not be limited by the five senses of carnality. May the Lord add extra senses that protect you from oppression. Senses that protect you from every plan of the evil one. For you are placed far above principalities and powers. The wisdom of God rests upon you. You're ahead and not the tail. You're above and not beneath. Thine is all power to you because he said, the power that you've given me, I give unto them. May you realize the wisdom that makes men great. May you realize the vision that brings a language of elevation that when you speak, you speak wisdom. Jesus at 12 years was speaking and teaching Pharisees. May you be defined by the age of the wisdom of God you carry, not by the age that's defined by the world. May you live older in the spirit that your language will give you positions. Positions that men cannot explain. Positions that men cannot hold on to saying, I made him, but God only made you. In Jesus' name, somebody say, Amen. Oh, give him a shout of praise. Hallelujah. Turn to your neighbor and tell him, That's the wrong vision. I am way bigger. I'm getting bigger every day. Bigger every day. No limitation. Oh! If you're here and you've not yet accepted the Lord Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, you are missing out. If you want to receive Christ, repeat these words. Say, dear Lord, I thank you that you loved me even before I loved you. And you're crucified for my redemption and you resurrected for my glory. Today I receive you and I confess with my heart as Lord and Savior of my life. I am born again in Jesus' name. Amen.